state capitalism in Russia. In 1917, there were a series of economic problems that needed to be addressed. There was a shortage of raw materials and industrial production was two-thirds of its 1914 level. There was a large amount of inflation, uh, there was a crippled transport system, hunger, grain shortages, and in the Treaty of Brest-Litovsk, Russia had ceded the, uh, the Ukraine, which was a massive grain-producing and agricultural region. These problems made an immediate switch to socialism simply unattainable. So the theory was that Lenin wrote against the bourgeois but never came up with a consistent theory on economics. There required to be a tra- transition from state to from kind of state um state run ventures to a move to socialism. But they needed the bourgeois to train workers and to assist in the economic recovery. Lenin realised a pragmatic solution was needed. He needed to deal with economic problems. And workers were considered the future, but Lenin realised that peasants were essential for food and that Russia couldn't just do a snap switch. And also the party initially had little power outside Petrograd and Moscow. So this started with the decree on land in November 1917. This abolished private land ownership and sale and sale mortgage and uh, economic things like that. This, but this was already occurring with peasants seizing land from landlords. So this decree on land essentially legitimised this seizing because there was no more private land ownership. There was also the decree on workers' control in November 1917. This reorganised workers' takeovers of factories and instructed them to maintain control and discipline to ensure output. However, it was initially difficult to enforce because the Bolsheviks were not in full control. With this initial state capitalism economic policy, Vashenko was established in December 1917 to be the Supreme Council of the National Economy. It initially provided a supervisory role in coordinating workers' committees and it used capital structures, bourgeois specialists to transform to a socialist economy. It also encouraged workers' supervision until they were ready to take over. So essentially they wanted to keep bourgeois elements in factories to instruct workers on how to run the factories until the workers could eventually take over for themselves. Under Vashenka, banks and railways were also nationalised and foreign debt was cancelled. And they fixed many of the transport system problems from the war. According to Hosking, this represented higher central authority. The economy was being state-controlled. There was no real sense of socialism at this point. And they also subordinated trade unions. Also, according to Hosking, some workers favoured centralisation. So although the idea of trade unions and workers' representation was in a sense being taken away, many workers were happy with this. So to evaluate state capitalism, many workers urged the government to accelerate the socialist transition. So many workers were actually relying on the government to provide the socialist means uh, to take over the economy. Many took over the workplace without seeking approval as well. So they kind of subverted Vashenka. This um, is known as the as nationalists from below. 
State capitalism was really a pragmatic compromise between the old bourgeois system and what the new Bolshevik government wanted for a socialist economy. But overall, uh, due to this kind of pragmatic compromise and the need to consolidate power before taking any real action, it worsened the economic situation.